Hi, I'm Heaven, and welcome to the Free Spirited Birth Podcast, where we discuss all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum through a holistic lens. I am a certified holistic doula and Reiki teacher, and strongly believe in reclaiming our power as women and trusting in our bodies through birth. So without further ado, let's get right on into this episode. Hello, hello, hello. We're back with another podcast episode and I'm really excited for this one. This one has a lot to do with my own healing, my own journey. When I heal myself, I can show up as a better woman, a better mother, a better, just a better person overall. And this episode is going to be about a weekend that ripped my heart wide open just as I needed it to and my experience through all of that. I attended the Earth Daughters Festival, which I had heard about. I actually saw a poster in a random little shop in Canmore and the logo, it caught me and I was like, what is this? I need to go. <laughs> And I'm glad that I did. So if you are wanting to hear some of my own healing, some things that hit close to my heart, my experience at this festival, then stay tuned. We're going to dive in and maybe you'll take something with you from what I learned because when one of us heals, we all heal. (laughs) Okay, let's dive in. So as I was saying, I saw... I saw the poster and I was like, I'm going to that. I'm going to make it work. And when I saw that this festival accommodates babies, I was like, yes, this is what we need. This is what I need. I don't have to worry about having to figure out a weekend away from Kai. I probably wouldn't have gone just with breastfeeding and we're so close. We're a unit still. Um, So when I found out that I could bring Kai, that there were children invited while breastfeeding or young women, there were women there as young as 14 to experience this weekend, which honestly, if I would have experienced this at 14, it would have changed the trajectory of me as a woman. But I attended it while I'm 26 and that still counts for something. So I was asking all of the women around me like let's go to this let's go let's go um and unfortunately it didn't work out for anyone so i knew i was going to be attending solo and that was okay i was like okay i'm here for an adventure i'm always down for an adventure let's do this let's go attend a woman's retreat for an entire weekend with a baby and the kicker is that we're camping the whole time (laughs) i was like okay let's do this kai has never gone camping I've got this. What's the worst that can happen? That's a question I ask myself often as a mother. I'm like, okay, what's the worst that can happen? And I couldn't think of anything. I was like, Kai loves to be outside. The worst case, I guess, would be he doesn't sleep well. When, in fact, he actually slept the best he's ever slept in his nearing nine months of life. So (laughs) it all worked out, but I knew I'd be able to figure it out. And it ended up being that 
one of my soul sisters, Kaylee, was able to attend with me. She ended up um, being signed on as a volunteer very last minute, like within days of the festival. So that was so divine. And I wasn't alone. I had her for the drive. It was two and a bit hours away. I had her for the drive. And it was incredible to have her attend with me, her healing, me healing, all of us healing together. It was incredible. Um, and she helped with Kai so much. So shout out to you, Kay. I love you. Thank you for all of your help. <laughs> Made a huge difference and it got me even more excited. So we got up super early at 5 a.m., headed out to this festival, which was in the Fairmont Hot Springs in BC. So like I said, two and a bit hours away. And it's kind of funny because we just bought a brand new car brand new SUV because we live in the mountains. I wanted something safer than my previous vehicle. We've never had a single issue, but this morning we had an issue. One of the tires was being funny. It was saying that there was a pressure issue. We've never had this happen ever before. I'm like, of course. Okay, whatever. So we go to the gas station to put air in it. I don't know what I'm doing. I want to say, like, I know how to change a tire. But I wasn't taught these things and I try, but I know, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm on FaceTime with Josh and trying to figure out how to put air in a tire, which should be simple. I don't know. Maybe it was the 5 a.m. situation. Maybe it was just user error, which I think it was user error. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how to put the air in the tire and I keep taking air out. I keep deflating the tire more. So I'm like, dying laughing. I think this is hilarious. Kaylee thinks it's hilarious, but we do need to figure out how to get air in the tire because it was really low. This man happens to walk by and he's like, do you ladies need help? And I'm like, yes, 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 we do. We need some help with this tire. And so he so easily resolves the issue and we're dying laughing. Like, thank goodness for this man. What an angel. And I'm like, how do I know that you're actually like putting air in the tire? And I'm like questioning him <laughs> as I do. Side note, my mom brain makes me think that everyone is a predator, doesn't know what they're doing until they prove otherwise. I don't know. Maybe that's postpartum anxiety. Maybe that's just my primal instinctive brain to protect my young. Who knows? But I've accepted it. <laughs> this man looks at us and he goes, oh no, ladies, I'm a mechanic. I'm like... You are the universe just gifting me a mechanic to fix the tire. And that is just like, it was just like such a good intro into the weekend. <laughs> so intuitively led and I just, I loved it. So tire, there was another issue with it. There was a nail in it. We just fixed it now, but like the air got us there. We show up to this weekend and I ended up having the opportunity to camp with a bunch of women from Calgary that I had only met online. I never met them in person and they were like, let's camp together. Like they all brought their toddlers. They're like, let's meet, let's camp. We're all aligned with how we mother. And I was so excited. And wow, these women are like soul sisters. They're so, they were so welcoming and I adore them so deeply, so, so deeply. And to share a weekend like this together was so special. So I show up, we find them, we start setting up camp, which, oh my gosh, I've probably set up a tent like a handful of times. I'm adventurous. I like to take on a challenge. 
Thankfully, these women were there to hang out with Kai while me and Kay set up this tent that we messed up like 20 times setting up. We were dying laughing. It was hilarious. I bought a 90-second pop-up. Do you think it took 90 seconds? No, it took like an hour, but that's okay. <laughs> we finally got it. It was a good it was a good time. Got everything set up, and then it was the opening ceremony and just the energy of being at this festival. It was the the festival took place over a whole campsite. Like it was a whole campsite that was up on these bluffs that overlooked a valley. Like it was stunning, mountains everywhere. It was beautiful. So we went to the opening ceremony where we heard an elder woman speaking and it just really opened up our hearts for the whole weekend. Everyone there was so eager to just do the work, to dig deeper into their hearts, into their inner child, into what needed to come out and that was so prevalent. And something that this elder woman said really sat with my heart and it was when one of us feel love we all feel love when one of us are abused we are all being abused so we really need to recognize that women as a collective we all need to stand by each other so deeply and that really just hit me so deeply so so deeply um it's 11 11 as i say that so <laughs> i love that um I really just loved what she said with that piece because I think we forget sometimes how intertwined we are, how much we learn from one another, and we need to be sisters. We need to love each other, and we stopped doing that a while ago. Um, we need to come back into that place and remember how much more powerful we are when we are connected and in love and in our feminine power so that really sat with me and I took that home with me in my heart and I think it's good that I'm recording this podcast a few weeks later um, a lot of processing has happened since then and so the pieces that I'm sharing with you are the ones that really stuck to me that I needed to share so that was one of those things that I was like yes we need to remember our power as women and side note it was such a beautiful weekend because we were able to say women and it wasn't controversial. We've come to a place in society where being a woman is now controversial. A woman with a uterus, let's say, is controversial. And all of that was put aside and we were able to just be who we are. And it feels fucking good. And I mean, if you're listening to this, you've been on my Instagram page, you know that I like to use the word woman to describe me, <laughs> to describe all of us. Um, and we've come to a place, like I was saying, in society where that is now a controversial topic. And how devastating for women is that? How devastating. This weekend reminded me of that power to never stop using that word, um, especially in the birth setting, especially in the birth setting. We are women giving birth. We are not birthing people we are not chest feeders. We are women with breast, breastfeeding and giving birth. That is our innate power as a woman. Take a shot for every time I say, woman, you won't survive <laughs> in this podcast episode. So after that opening ceremony, I felt called to go to the closing of the bones ceremony, which is great for women who have just recently gone through the birthing portal. 
Um, that could be within the last few months, last few years. Having the ceremony just ties up and wraps up your pregnancy. It's like a closing of your bones, of your of your pregnancy. It's important um, to do this for yourself, to process, to really accept what has happened, um, to sit with your birth. There's so many important steps. So that was one that I felt really called to going to. And the great thing about this festival is, is when you're present in the ceremony, whenever you're present in a workshop, there are women all around you that are willing to hold your baby if you need to go through something. If you're crying, they'll hold your baby. If you're processing, they'll hug you. So I show up to this closing of the bones and wow, there were probably about 50 women here either closing their own bones or just sitting there witnessing women in in their closing ceremonies and helping wrap women. So essentially you're laying down on top of a bunch of cloth wraps and you wrap the head, the third eye to close up the awareness that happens in your pregnancy. Your intuition in motherhood is very heightened, but in pregnancy, wow, it is next level. So you need to wrap that up. You need to close that up because it's not good to be so open to the veil. It's not good to feel like you have this hyper awareness. It just causes your nervous system to go crazy and wild and we don't want that all the time. We want to be in touch with our intuition, but in pregnancy, like I said, it's that next level and it's good to close that back up. So they start off with closing, wrapping your third eye. And the whole time that they're doing this, there's a woman meditating with you. She's kind of guiding you through a meditation, um, which was so powerful. Her words were so powerful. Um, while they're closing up your third eye, there's a woman at, at your crown, holding your crown of your head. Um, when I closed up another woman's bones, I did Reiki. You're able to do that as long as the person's willing and accepting. And then the next clothing wrap is at your hips. So two women are standing there holding your holding the cloth, which is kind of elevating you off the ground. And they're rocking this cloth back and forth to rock your hips, to loosen up any energy that just needs to be let out. We don't want to hold on to this anymore. With this, there are a lot of emotions that come forward. In your hips, your hips actually store so much of your emotions, especially the unprocessed ones, and especially seeing as this is the area that is so affected through birth, your hips. They're the portal that brings through your, your a life, a soul. Very powerful. So they rock that back and forth and then um, tie them up really tight with this cloth. So your hips are coming back into what they were. They'll never be the same, but we need to bring our bones back and we need to hold our bones we hold all parts of ourselves often, but not our bones. So the cloth wrap gets really tight. And as this tightness comes in, we hold the bones there, We're bringing them back in. And right before, I should say, right before this part of the ceremony, you take, I can't remember which herb it was, but you take it to your womb and you heat your womb with this herb. Um, it's lit on fire. And then the smoke from the herb lights your womb. And you just sit with that. You sit and let it be warm. So then after the hips being wrapped, they wrap your feet in the cloth. So you're wrapped in three places. You can be wrapped in more in some other ceremonies. In this one, it was just three. 
and you sit with yourself. Well, dang, when I did this, I started sobbing. <laughs> I was sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And I was actually one of the last women to go. Um, I was past the workshop time. There were so many women wanting their bones closed, which is amazing. Um, so luckily women stayed past the workshop and closed my bones and held me because I was sobbing. Once they untied me, I think seven women came and just allowed me to sob and I don't even really know what I was releasing I just knew my body needed to cry and the biggest thing with the energy at this at this entire festival was that there was no one trying to fix you you could cry and no one was trying to make you stop or no one was trying no one had an agenda of like okay well why are you crying let's go deeper let's see like let's just be held in our crying and that be good enough and that's exactly what that was. And it was so refreshing because often we're trying to offer words of compassion, of grace, of just love when someone's crying. But what if we just witnessed instead and held the space? Sometimes that could be enough. A lot of us don't feel comfortable doing that. A lot of us don't feel comfortable with big emotions. Um, but the women that showed up this weekend, they were. So they just held me. No one asked me what was going on or what was going through my brain or even tried to fix me. They just allowed me to be and I think that was what I needed. That's what we all need. I felt so freaking light after this. Oh my gosh. And this was just the beginning. This was the Friday. So that evening we have dinner. I was exhausted after, you know, the 5 a.m. wake up. We didn't. I slept one hour that night before... Um, all sorts of things that led up to it. So we just hung out for that whole evening, made some beautiful mama friends, and we really just took in the energy. So then Saturday comes around, and this festival had what they called Guardians of the Bubs, and that's what Kaylee was volunteering for. It's where you can sign up, and for a workshop time slot, they'll hang out with your baby. These women will come and hang out with your baby. They volunteer and you can go to a workshop and be hands-free kind of thing. So luckily for me, Kaylee was there and she knew Kai. So she's like, I'll hang out with Kai. And um, so I was able to go to a mother ceremony, a mother's blessing ceremony. And wow, this was incredible. I have heard of these recently in my doula certification. And we need these as a community. I'm working on bringing this forward in my community. Essentially, it's when a woman is pregnant, we're often doing baby showers where we're showering the baby with gifts. But what about mom? She deserves love and attention and nourishment and nurturing. And that's what a mother's blessing is. So there are all sorts of different things you can do in a mother's blessing. Usually it's a, a woman and her closest women to her. They come and they celebrate her. They feed her. They massage her. They wrap her up if she wants that. They help her release fears. They sit with her. They celebrate and honor her. It's a beautiful ceremony of her and her strength. And, you know, she's entering the birth portal. It's a big deal. So in this particular one, there were a lot of women. We were all kind of celebrating ourselves. So we were able to, we were able to basically 
find a woman who called out to us. We were all walking around and we found a woman that called out to us and we sat with her and whatever came forward from our heart, we expressed to one another, whatever needed to come out. So I was working on some pretty heavy things in relation to just being a mother right now, um, where I feel like maybe I've neglected myself and I'm all about self-care, but it's been really hard for me, really hard to give to me. Um, I want to give everything to Kai, but that's not sustainable. So I was really working through abandoning myself and this abandonment wound that I've had for a while, um, healing that and allowing that to come forward and take up more space than I usually allow it to take up. So I sat with a woman and I expressed this and I was sobbing and she was looking into my eyes. We really had to look into each other's eyes as part of this workshop and just see each other. And this woman shared some heaviness with me and I just witnessed her and I didn't try to fix her. I offered her words of love. I did in that moment and I held her. I just held her while she sobbed and we sobbed together. And it was the best thing I've ever done to just look into a woman's eyes and see yourself, but also see strength and that you, we are all so connected. So we did this a few times with different women um, and each one that I met, wow, I loved, I love them so deeply. We chose each other in that moment for a reason. Um, and in the end, we were able to then, our last kind of circling around of women, you were able to ask your partner for some sort of support um, physically. So that could be a massage. That could be an energy clearing with sage. It could be rattling over your body. It could just be a hug for five minutes. I chose one of the women. We kind of chose um, each other, one of the women I was camping with. And we massaged each other and it was so good. <laughs> so after all of that, there's a big bowl of salt that you go and you pour you take an herb and you put your intention into the herb and then you kind of mix this into the mother salt. It's a big bowl of salt, I guess, that has come from previous mother blessings and will go on to future mother blessings and it has all of the intentions of the women that have ever touched that salt. Super powerful, super potent. And you get to take some of that salt home with you. So I have some here with me to start my own bowl for mother blessings and... Wow, the energy from this salt, it's a mix of salt, herbs, love, intention, like basically white light, strength from all these women. And then finally, and this is what you would do in a typical mother blessing if you're just with um, your closest women, is you take some yarn and you tie it around each woman's arm. So you're in a circle and you're all tied. And essentially, when the woman goes into labor, you cut that yarn. You wear it around your arm and you cut that. And that's to say you're allowing that woman peace and love through her journey through the birth portal. And you're with her. So we did that all together. And I just cut my yarn yesterday actually before I went wedding dress shopping because stepping into a wife to me was symbolic. And I was like, okay, I'm shifting. And you can... In this instance, you cut the yarn when you felt like you were going through a big transition um, because there was no one really giving birth at this point. So um, that was my big shift for me. It was like, okay, let's accept that we are getting married. This has been an acceptance for me. I love Josh deeply. And of course, I've always wanted to marry him. 
What is to actually go through the process? It's really big. So with all of that, um, we wrapped up the mother circle, which was beautiful. And then I was exhausted because I sobbed so much once again. And this was the first workshop of the day and I was so tired. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's go. Let's do this. I ended up stumbling upon Kimberly Ann Johnson's workshops, which if you don't know who that is, she's the author of some really incredible books. Check them out. Um, the biggest being the fourth trimester. So I stumbled upon her and wow, what a... This woman just has a way with words to really hit you right in the heart. <laughs> and she said a few things. Um, I won't get into all of them, but one of the biggest things was that when we make a statement, as a society, all that we hear is everything that the statement didn't say. So I'll use a really bold one, for instance, is that I often say, I support women in birth. And if you say that statement, as a society, we are in a place now where all we hear is, oh, everything I don't support. So you don't support men in birth. You don't support anyone else in birth, just women. And then they make a judgment, which you don't even know if I do or don't support anything else. I just made one simple statement and we kind of got into that and how that's led us down a really bad path <laughs> and don't get me wrong I've done it too where I hear a statement and I'm like oh so that means you don't do this we need to come back into recognizing that we are multifaceted we can have multiple opinions we can have multiple we can have multiple perspectives on things and that doesn't mean that we are one way and not the other and we really have to come back into that so she was really talking about that. She was talking about how to set boundaries, how as a society we don't talk about birth trauma, yet look at how many, how populated we are and how much trauma is happening in birth. Why aren't we talking about it? Because when we talk about it, we bring awareness and when we bring awareness, we can bring real change. So here I am with my podcast, with what I'm doing, um, with my heart space. Um, I'm here to make a change in this this massive thing that is birth. So she was really talking about that. Her work is directly with women who have had birth trauma or sexual trauma. And wow, just follow her on Instagram. Look into her. She's so interesting. I was moved by her workshops. At the end of this day, this is the Saturday, we had an ecstatic dance and wow, Women just dancing naked under the moonlight. Picture that because that's what it was. And the energy cannot be put into words. It was just women in their power, in their essence, moving their bodies in a way that is giving me goosebumps right now. If you've never gone to an ecstatic dance, look into it. I think it'll change your life. <laughs> and with all of that, it kind of wrapped up the Saturday and then the Sunday I had a yoni steam. No, I had the yoni steam on Saturday too. So I did a lot the Saturday. Um, I decided I wanted to do a yoni steam for, you know, I closed my bones. I wanted to tie up my, I wanted to heal my relationship with my womb because I had a big, I had a big bleed in my birth, if you don't know. And funny because the day that I left for this festival was the last day of my first bleed 
postpartum. So I finally had my period and it it finished right as I was leaving for this festival and it just felt so symbolic. The, the start of my new cycle, like I was in my new phase, my spring of the cycle <laughs> and it just felt really good to do a yoni steam. And, you know, my relationship with my bleed is still amazing. My period was incredible. I didn't have any cramping. Um, My bleeding wasn't overly heavy or too light. It was perfect red blood. And that felt really good for me. Also, my emotions towards seeing blood coming out of my womb, it was all love. I was scared that maybe, you know, with bleeding so much, I would be afraid. But I felt so connected and to do a yoni steam just felt so awakening for me. And if you don't know what a yoni steam is, yes, you are steaming your yoni. (laughs) Um, And it's a practice I'm going to take and apply at home. And I won't talk too much about it until I experience it and do some more research. But if it catches your your attention, maybe look into one. Um, Any woman can do it. It's not too hard. (laughs) There's not too much to it. You can't really mess it up. If anything, I'll just say be aware of what you're sitting on potentially. If you're doing a steam, I just scoot, I I like crouch over a boiling pot of the herbs because if you're sitting on anything plastic, we don't want plastic mixing with your yoni. So just do a little bit of research and see if it feels right for you. But I did that and I sat in a circle with other women who were doing steams and wow, that was so incredible again to sit in circle with women. Our ancestors did this. We need to come back into this because it is so powerful. It is so healing. We need to come back into this. So I feel like the Sunday was just a relaxing day for me. All of the healing that had taken place was so needed. But if anyone who's done the work, you would know how exhausting it is. If you hear any chatter, it's my little love who loves to make his appearances into these podcast episodes. (laughs) Um, Side note, if you're a mom who podcasts and who has a baby that doesn't like to sleep, how, how, how do you podcast? Because how do you podcast without a baby in the background? Because I'm still learning. And I think there's a handful of episodes that he actually stayed asleep for. (laughs) Eh? (laughs) A. He's laughing. He thinks that's hilarious. I can't even speak now. Oh my goodness. But really, there's no words to wrap up what went down this weekend. It was really one of those things that you just had to be there to feel it. And if you feel called to going, do it. Because I promise you, your life will never be the change. Oh my gosh. See, I really can't speak. Your life will never be the same. Mine has changed within my DNA, within my cells, within what I'm carrying forward for my future babies and their babies and so forth. Like it really has changed me. And this was three days, three days. So if you ever hear of a women's festival in your area, go. If you, depending on the date of the Earth Daughters one next year, I'm getting married, like I mentioned. So if it's the, the weekend of my wedding, I probably should should not go. As much as I'll want to go, I also am very excited to get, to get married. So um, if you do feel called to go to Earth Daughters, depending on the weekend, maybe we'll see each other there and 
truly the women that are there, I know I will come into contact with them again. They've all left such an imprint on my heart and the love that was felt, I have never felt this before. I went in with quite a sister wound and what I mean by that is that, you know, again, if you're not new to this podcast and you've listened to my journey, um, I've felt betrayed by women in many different ways. So it's hard to me, it's hard for me to open up sometimes to women because I don't know what their intentions are. And to go into this weekend um, and camp with other women, my inner child sometimes gets really afraid to make friendships and (laughs) connections. (laughs) Your inner child, you are a little child. (laughs) Um, But I allowed that to take up the space, but then be put aside and to allow myself to have friendships and to allow myself to be held by women and know that there's no other agenda and that they just love me. And if you have that same feeling, I think that some of the things I'm putting together you'll love um, because I took a lot from this weekend and I'm ready to start applying them into my business because we do need this as women. We do need a space to come together and heal and with what's coming, oh my gosh, it is big and it is exciting and just stay tuned because it's for you and it's for your sisters and your friends and it's exciting. So what came from this weekend cannot be put into words, but it was so felt and left such an imprint on my heart. And if you feel called, like I was saying, to do it for yourself, freaking do it. Do it, do it, do it, Um, and stay tuned for what I have to offer because it's along those lines. (laughs) It's along those lines, and it's really exciting. So if you listen to this, maybe there is some medicine within it for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here and witnessing me and holding this space on your end of this recording because it does mean a lot to me. Each download like rocks my world it really does and it it makes me realize that um there is a space for my voice and there's a space for yours too and if you ever need someone to hear you please send me a message i'm here to witness you so i love you i love you so much and i hope you have a the rest of your day is just incredible and that you feel that from my heart to yours I will chat with you in the next episode. Bye, my love.